Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Game over, series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. And so are these fans. It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. The Red Sox are world champions. Boston organization has been well run for a long time now. From the top on down, here comes a 1-2 pitch. Red Sox win the World Series! 5-1 the final tonight! And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. The Red Sox have won the World Championship. The Boston Red Sox beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 5-1. They win the World Series 4 games to 1. And the Red Sox become the first team in the 21st century with four world championships. Can you believe it? Welcome, everybody, to another special edition of the Pesky Podcast. I am the host, The Rit. My uh, co-host, DC, he had to do daddy duty today, taking care of the kid. But we're doing we're doing a special one. We're, we're doing a, uh, a all-time Red Sox fantasy baseball. I've got two great guys here. I got Anthony on the Cape. I got my man, Nick Diamond Media. Anthony, t- tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah, no, you know, I mean, uh, I'm, I live on the Cape. Um, you know, my family's from Boston. I was born up there, but <clears throat> I, I live on the Cape now. And um, I'm just a huge Red Sox fan, you know, um, dating back to like mid-80s. Um, really just when I started playing baseball and just honestly, we had Dewey, uh, Boggs, Jimmy Rice, Clemens, that whole crew, uh, 86 world series was sort of like my childhood. You know what I mean? My introduction pretty much into the game, but love baseball, love Boston sports. Um, and, uh, I love getting on uh, Twitter and just interacting with fans and, and talking, talking baseball. I like to do my spaces, um, the Twitter spaces there. And, uh, you know, just talk to talk to uh, talk to everybody and talk socks. That's what I'm here for. Man, Thank you. Uh, and I'm glad to be here. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I I was on one of your spaces the the other night, and I had a lot of fun just getting away from everybody, talking socks. Met a lot of great people, a lot of knowledgeable people, and a lot of people that, that just wanted to you know some questions answered. So I I had a great time. Uh, Nick, what's going on, man? Tell us tell everybody a little bit about you. How are you? Hi. Um, so I, I'm a Sox fan my whole life, but I actually work for the Miami Marlins now. So kind of hard to say that I'm a Sox fan still, but I'm always going to be a Sox fan. Um, I'm excited for this. I think it's a really good idea, and I'm really excited to hear everyone's takes on who they think's the best and who's the best at each position. So I'm really excited. Man, I, I sit there and uh, I interacted with you uh, a little bit, Nick, on, on Twitter and stuff, and Mm-hmm. Man, I, I can't wait to to have you on uh, before the season, uh, the, before the series, Red Sox yep. Marlins, to uh, discuss the the Marlins uh, rotation, their lineup. You know, I, I can't wait for that. But uh, tonight we're we're talking about all time Red Sox fantasy baseball draft. Man, this is going to be crazy. Uh, to make it fair, I don't know either one of your guys's uh, birth dates. We we'll keep the year out of it. Our birthday will be the order of our draft. Mine is May 14th. I'm uh, June 27th. Uh, December 3rd. Okay, so. so I'm last. I'm bringing up the rear. Okay. So <laughs> I go first. Nick, you're second. Anthony, you're, uh, well. Now, is this a snake draft? So do I get the fourth pick or do we go back? We, we will sit there and let you have the uh, fourth pick and then we'll work our way back to me. So, first overall, uh, let's let everybody know we are picking every position player, a DH, three starting pitchers for a rotation, and a closer. Some rules, as long as they had one season with the Red Sox, they're eligible. 
and let's just have some fun. Uh, first off, overall, I will be taking Pedro Martinez. <laughs> that was my guy too. I was I was taking Pedro number one if I had the pick. <laughs> Great pick. So I, I I just love the way he played the game overall, and I, he might not even be the ace of my pitching staff. So, you were probably playing the room a little bit. You kind of thought he was going to go early, right? Uh, I, I I sit there and I'm like, man, you know, you started talking about when you uh, when you started liking baseball, when you started liking the socks, and I'm like, okay, so th- th- this guy this guy's been around for a little bit, so I, I might have to get Pedro off the board real quick. <laughs> that so, was a good call because I was I, if he was on the board, I was my pick 100. percent So uh, so uh, Nick, you're up, my man. All right, so I've been thinking about this a lot. I was thinking about taking a weak position first, but after your Pedro pick, I'm going Roger Clemens. Okay, two starting pitchers back-to-back. All right, well, you've left the door wide open for me. I'm going to I'm gonna make my first pick, Teddy Ballgame. I need that left-handed bat in the middle of my order. Okay. Um, and uh, – I guess I'm next. Yeah. Oh, no, no. He gets back to back, Nick. Oh, you're right. You're right. He does get back to back. Yep, of course. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you with your Pedro pick and and take David Ortiz off the board. Oh, right. See, see, and, and and that that was my problem. Do do I go starting pitcher, or do I sit there and take? Now is David Ortiz going to be your DH or is David he Ortiz play first? will be my DH? Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. I'm not going to put him. I was thinking, like, could you slide him in at first? But honestly, he's a DH, and uh, I'm going to put somebody else at first. I, I got okay. Williams, Williams in left, and I got Poppy at uh, Pop, Poppy. At oh DH. man, well, what a three-four you got right there! Absolutely, man. I'm building the middle of my order. Okay, Nick, Nick, you're up. All right, so I'm thinking here. Do I go back with another pitcher, or do I go with? So I think the weakest position is catcher. I'm going to go Carlton Fisk. I think it leaves not many options after that besides Veritech. So I'm going to go Fisk. Man, I, I, I love that pick. I love great, that pick. great pick. Great pick. That was going to be an early pick of mine as well. Okay. I will uh, – man. Well, let's let Anthony take care of the uh, – for the, the scramble for a catcher. I'm going to take Veritek. I think that's right there. I mean, I, after that, I have no idea who else you would go to third. But but here's the problem. I do have some guys third. I thought about this last night. And guess what? I don't have to take my catcher now until the last pick. So thank you very much for taking that <laughs> off the board for me. Exactly. <laughs> and, man, let's sit there and – Let's take. Oof. Let's go. Let's go another starting pitcher for me. Let's get two of them off there. Give me Cy Young. Wow. Wait, who's your other? Okay, so okay, you got Pedro and Cy Young. Nice. That's Pedro, a pretty I, I, pretty good start got, to the rotation. <laughs> I, you guys are I, loaded right now at starting pitching. So, I, I, I'm I'm pretty happy with my with my rotation so far. And you got the catcher that can handle it, that's for sure. Oh, Veritek, what, I think he's the only catcher to catch off, what, four no-hitters? Four, four, at least four. He might have had four. five. But he was close to, I mean, they were close to like five or six. I mean, Kurt Schilling, right, he had like a, he had one in a 07, right? Yeah. That was like one out away. Yeah. And he, and he shook Veritek off for the first time and lost it. So, so Nick? Don't ever shake off Veritek, ever. Oh no! So I'm thinking here, um, man. So you took Cy Young. So the the we have to pick a left fielder, a center fielder, and a right fielder. You can't just pick three outfielders. Correct. Well, I would say I was thinking this too, but like. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I could play Ted Williams and right or left, right? I mean, it doesn't matter yeah. like, how I want it, but I mean, like, but you're going to have to put a lineup out there basically mm-hmm. of, of your team, right? Of like, yes. which position they would play. So 
I might take Tris Speaker in center field. Going way back. I I, I you got Cy Young that. and Tris Speaker? <laughs> He's got Cy Young. Okay. That's right. I got Clemens, yeah. I'm going to take Speaker. All right. Well, that's a good pick. He's a hell of a player. He's a Hall of Famer, obviously. But that leaves, again, the door wide open for me to grab my boy Mookie Betts. Ooh, okay. He's off the board. And he's probably going to be my center fielder, by the way. That's yeah, what that's, I was kind of getting that's at. That's what I was thinking, too. He might be my second choice at center. Yeah. Um, Man, you, you, I don't know you, yet, though. You, you sit there. You got a possible leadoff and the 3-4. Yeah, well, we, we don't even know, you know, we don't even know yet uh, who else is going to be on the squad here. Um, but I am going to go with. You know what? I'm going to take. I'm just gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Nomar, <laughs> just just because I wanna I wanna lock up that shortstop position. Yeah, I thought about that too last pick, but I think there's a little bit more shortstops we can do. Yeah, definitely. But I like that pick. Yeah, Nomar is off the board. So are you up again, or am I up now? Oh no, I just or took. Is he two. Up now he's up now. Okay, up. He's up. No, you're up. I'm up. No, no, no. Okay, yep. he's up. No, Nick's up. You're, up. you're up, Nick. Okay. I think I'm going to take Yaz for left field. Oh, you oh, you snuck there. I was you just know, getting ready. I was just getting ready to take him for first base. I think I might be able to move him to first later on, but I'm going to take him for left field at the moment. Man, I was I was just getting ready to take him for first base. Yeah, I might move him to first. I think that might be my first baseman also. We'll see. It, it does start to get a little hard once those names fly off the board, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It just uh -huh. just to figure out where you want to go next, you know? Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at what you guys already picked, and – I'm trying to sit there and see where I can go. Oof. Well, I got to get a little pop in my bat. So I'll take uh, first base, Mo Vaughn. Great pick. All right. I had him on my list here, but I think I'm okay and, with that. And for my second pick. I don't know which way I want to go. It's, it's kind of like it's, both of them. Let's take care of second base and go Bobby Dower. You guys going with the legends, man. You guys going right. with the legends. Bobby's <laughs> off the board. All right. Those, those, reti those numbers out in right field you're going for. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was thinking him or Pedroia. I'm like, I need, I need a little speed. I need a little speed. Yeah. Nick, you're up, man. Well, with that, I'm going to take Pedroia now. I think I have to take Pedroia because after those two, I think there's not much after that. Right. Wait, so let me ask you a question. Do do I mean, I can still move Ortiz to first base, right? I mean, yeah, I don't have to. So. Yeah, yeah. You, you okay. can move him wherever you want as, as long as it – because the DH – could be the last person you pick. Okay. I'm not going to wait on that because I'm going to take Manny Ramirez. Manny being Manny. So right so, now I've got my outfield and uh, DH and first base all locked up because I got Williams, Manny. Okay. No, actually, no, I don't. I still have, I still have one spot open there. So I, I, I have some flexibility. Um, yeah. I just, I'm sorry. I, I think Manny's one of the greatest right-handed hitters. He should be in the Hall of Fame, obviously, but I think he's mm -hmm. one of the greatest right-handed hitters. And uh, I don't screw around with my lineup. I like to get the best guys out there. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and take Raphael Devers at third base. Wow. 
Okay. I was going to take Manny next, so that was probably the right pick from you there. Devers. Let's... Uh, I, I sit there. Uh, I love I love how, like, we know who we're going to pick next, and then the guy snaps him right in front of you. <laughs> so I'm up now. I, or no, you got two, right? here. no, I you just got, got two. I just got two. I got Manny and I got uh, Endeavors. So I got catcher, one pitcher, center field. Okay. I think I'm going to go Jimmy Fox at first base. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to take Jimmy Fox. Old, another old one, but hey, great pick. I'm not going to move Yaz because you took Manny. I'm not going to move Yaz to the first base, so I got to take a first baseman. Hmm, man. Let's uh, let's see where we're going. Well, third base. I would. Let's go third base. Let's go Wade Boggs. Chicken Boggs man is off the board. Yeah, I think that's he was probably the best right there for the third baseman. All right. And let's go left field. We're gonna go Jim Rice. That's the next one I was thinking then. So here you go. Good one. Wow. Jim Rice is off the board. I need a shortstop, don't I? There's actually a lot of short. I was looking at it last night. There's actually a lot of shortstop, but some of them are a little bit more like defensive wizards, or, or you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like some of the old yeah. guys. Yeah. I think Nomar off the board early was a good idea because after that, it's a bigger, bigger fall off. Um, Move on's off the board. I'm gonna go. Wow. I'm gonna go Xander Bogarts, I guess. I'm gonna take him as short. Yeah. Great great pick. That was I was between Bogarts and Nomar, and I just I just because Nomar in his prime, that's what I was thinking, but uh it was a tough choice between those two. Man, Nomar in his prime was a movie star in Boston. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> All right, so I am going to end up putting David Ortiz at first base because I do want to get my guy, probably my favorite player of all time, the guy I grew up just my favorite player, Dwight Evans. Um, so I'm going to stick Dwight Evans in right. We're going to have – Probably Ted Williams in left, Manny at DH, and Ortiz at first. I know I'm not going necessarily a defense at first base. But uh, let me get on the board with my pitchers here because my offense is almost complete. And it's a tough choice. Give me Babe Ruth. Oh, that, that, that was going to be my, my third and final. I, yeah, I was even. I didn't know if I was going to take him or not, but I definitely was thinking about him. As a pitcher, right, as a pitcher, yeah, he's one of my pitchers. Pitcher. Even though he did have a couple of good years hitting, but I'm going to take him as a pitcher. Okay, that's nice, nice, Nick. You, you got a couple, couple small holes in the lineup. I do. Hmm. I already took Tris Speaker at center field, but I now you got Yaz and left. Do I want to take another outfielder here? Uh, uh, you I, Evans is off the board, correct? Yes. You just took him? Correct. Okay, and I'm, I, and go, I'm, I'm full. Go. I, I'm full with my outfield. I can't – you know, I'm done with my outfield. So Yeah. Man, I, 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 I'm kind of wondering if the closer position is going to be like the defense in fantasy football. Well, I'm going to go <laughs> Fred Lynn here to play one of my outfield spots. Great pick. Dude, have you guys have you guys follow him on Twitter? Did you see his knees recently? His yeah. knee surgery? Yeah, I seen that. That, that, that was yeah. Okay, let's see. Well, 
I need a need a right fielder. I need center field. Man. Shortstop. Well, man. Well, after the podcast, let's take my shortstop. Let's get Johnny Pesky. <laughs> you got to, right? Hell of a player. I, I, I got to. I mean, and you look what he did. You look what he did his first year coming back from World War II. I mean, he yeah. was he was phenomenal, instrumental in in the Red Sox season in 1946. Oh man, and I'm gonna toss. It's a toss up between two pitchers. I'm gonna go close out my pitching rotation. A man that should have never left Boston. Give me John Lester. Lester's off the board. All right. Nice. So, we need a DH, and I need to go pitching soon. I got to go pitching. I got a few that I'm messing around with, but I, I'm going to go Kurt Schilling. I, uh, he did so much for the team. He got to do it. Yeah. He was probably going to be my next pick. Yeah. Should be a Hall of Famer. Um, never won a Cy Young, but I think he won 20 games three, four times. Obviously, won World Series. I mean, the guy was nails. You look at his playoff record; it's a joke. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump the gun on the uh, the closer, and I'm gonna take my guy uh, Pap. I got Papelbon. Papelbon in his prime, and uh, I'm also. I was going to take Kurt Schilling. So now I want to take very specifically 2007 Josh Beckett. Oh, nice. Beckett's gone. All right. That, that, that was one of uh, Dombrowski's finest there. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see what we got to do. I'm up now. Yeah. Well, no, that was, uh, that was, that, that was, uh, no, that was, that was actually, it wasn't, it was actually Larry Lucchino. Because what oh, happened was, was that's when Theo Epstein was in the gorilla suit. That's when he left Fenway. Theo Epstein was on a sabbatical at that point, and that's when they traded Hanley Ramirez for Josh Beckett. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, it was what Beckett. It was Mike Lowell. Yep. And, and Mike Lowell was the was the throw-in he was, piece. Of he was like a throw-in. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. was coming off a bad year, and uh, neither one of them had great sixes. <laughs> Mike Lowell, obviously defensively, but I mean, 07, they were both just lights out. Yeah. Maybe the you know two of two of the top players on the team. Obviously, I mean Josh Beckett in two thousand seven was one of the best pitching seasons ever for the Red Sox. I mean that I've seen outside of like Pedro and Clemens. Mm-hmm. So so Nick, you, you need third base. You need a DH, uh, starting pitcher, and a closer. I'm gonna go Beltre here. I'm gonna take him. I'm, I it's who I wanted from the start. I want Beltre. I'm gonna put him at third base. Okay, nice. I mean, nice. you mentioned Lowell there, but Beltre had a better career, so I'm going to go Beltre. Let's see here. Man. What do you have left? What do you have left, uh, Rhett? <clears throat> uh, closer, right field, center field, DH. Huh? There's, there's the outfield is the deepest position. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And DH, I could put anybody I want in there to try and block you at second base or catcher. Okay. I don't think you're going to block my, my catcher or maybe not even my second baseman. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Let's, uh, Man, okay, let's go DH, and I loved him. Let's go Uke. All right, I like that one. Yeah. Got, 
Luke's gone. And and and, and I was switching bet. I, I was flip flopping back and forth between someone else, but I think I might be able to still still slide him in an outfield position. Is it is it, is it still you? It's still me. Done. Hmm. Oh man, who do I sit? I'm up now. Here, I got it. Nah, um, no, nah, it's still, still me. Still me. One? Okay. Yeah, it's still me. Um, it's getting harder here. Nukes off the board. Okay, let's. Let's go center field. Let's go Dom DiMaggio. Good pick. I might go with my closer now. I've been thinking of going back and forth between two, but I'm going to go Kimbrel over Koji, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna take Kimbrel. I, he's too good elsewhere. Probably a Hall of Famer if you think about it. He might be a top five closer of all time. I'm gonna go Kimbrel. He had a couple of great years here. He he was mm-hmm. he was lights out here for sure. Man, um, I, I was really surprised in the 2018 World Series that they brought Sale in to uh, close the game out instead of Kimbrel. I think he know, was just I, toast I, at that point. I've always wanted Kimbrel to hit his moment because I think if he closed out that World Series, it's like his Hall of Fame moment. But they didn't get him, let him have the chance, so it's kind of tough. All right, so I'm not sure where we're at pitching wise with you guys. Are you guys full on your staffs? Yeah. I guess uh, I'm full. Nick has one more spot open. Yeah, I still got to take one more. So this is tough. This is tough. Um, I need somebody pretty solid. Um, so I'm going to go with. I'm just going to go with Louis Tiant. And uh, just to kind of solidify that rotation. So my pitching staff's done. I just got catcher in second. Um, correct, correct. So second base, I think I have my guy here that I'm going to go for with my last pick. You know, so I just want to – so right now there's two catchers on the board that I think should be considered, and one of them is a guy named Wally Shang. I'm not too familiar with him, but I looked him up. Supposedly he was just like a phenomenal defensive catcher. He's one of like the best defensive catchers of all time. But I think it's a little too old – Old fashioned, um, and I don't. I, his offense wasn't there, so I'm just gonna go with Rich Gedman. Um, he was a really good catcher for the Red Sox in the '80s, um, and uh, I think he's behind behind Veritek and, and Fisk. I think he's probably right there as the third third guy, especially when you're factoring offense and defense. So I'm gonna go with Gedman as my catcher. Man, nice, nice, man. Uh, we were originally supposed to have five people, right? Doing this, so and Wally I, and Shane would have been taken probably. <laughs> like I told my buddy uh, DC, and uh, I'm like, man, we're gonna end up having like Sultan Amakia out there, you know? Uh, Rick Sarone, yeah, Tony Pena. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure so, it would have been like Vasquez or something, you know? Yeah. So uh, Nick, you you need a, a DH and a starting pitcher. I'm going to take my starter now. I'm going to go Eckersley, but I was thinking Chris Sale, honestly, but I'm going to go Eck. Yeah, that's that's a a good pick. I I was kind of thinking Sale myself, but I was just like, I don't know. Now, that was crazy because I was like, I was saving Eck for my closer. Right. And, And now you just took him off the board for me. So now I have to go with not not the the best closer statistically, but the most memorable closer in Red Sox history, Keith Bolt. Yeah. 2004. And center field. 
Okay, I already have center field. I'm looking for right field. Man, right field. Well, he played left field. Uh, see, and the bad part is, is, is when I put this up on Twitter, a lot of people are going to be like, who are half these people if they're not true Red Sox fans? So... I'm going to take Mike Greenwell. The Gator. That's who I was going to take for my DH. I didn't think he was going to get picked, so I kept him last, but good pick there. Yeah, I'll throw him over in right field. I think he's going to do fine. Freaking doubles machine. That's what I kind of want, like, Verdugo to kind of be more like, you know, is like a Mike Greenwell. I honestly think uh, Yoshi might end up being a doubles machine this year. He, oh, yeah. He's going he's gonna to end up putting holes in that monster. Yeah. He should hit 40 doubles. Easy. Yeah. So, Nick. So, this I've is the last bunch, pick, right? Got a bunch of guys I'm thinking for DH. I mean, Mike Lowell jumps out to me. Um, Adrian Gonzalez, J.D. Martinez. Oh. I'm, I'm going to go uh, J.D. Martinez, I guess. More recency. And he actually is a DH, so I'll go J.D. All right. I'm going to pencil in my final pick. So shout out to my guy, Lou Merloni. It's it's not going to be Lou, but uh, Lou was a hell of a ball player. Um, he knew how to. He knows how to play the game of baseball. You know that's mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm looking for this year from the Red Sox. Just guys who play the game the right way. And uh, this guy certainly did. He's going to be my second baseman, one of the most underrated players in Red Sox history. Probably should have won an MVP in 1995. John Valentin. Nice defensive freaking wizard, and also very very good hitter, very clutch. Nice man. I like that. Uh, our our lineup. And I, I could have used him at short or third as well. That's why I was kind of asking before, like, is there a specific position we're going with? But yeah, I'm gonna stick Johnny V at uh, second base. Man, look, looking at these lineups, man, they're they're they're, they're really well rounded. They're really filled out. That and, and 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 more recently, there are a few guys that you know have made those big moments that uh, are are left off. Like, I was thinking somehow Napoli could have been on here. Right. Yep. Well, that's why it's going to be fun if we have one or two more people. You know what I mean? Because then it's going to be a little bit more, you know, it was kind of like I waited at the end and to get my catcher in second because I knew you guys weren't taking any. So it's like having a little bit, having a little bit tougher with five people or something, that would have been challenging. Like you said, that would have been really challenging and fun. and, and, And the rosters would have been a lot deeper, too. Exactly. So, but uh, hey, it was great. Do you guys want to stick on and talk a little Red Sox? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so, I got a place to go by in the next few minutes, so I'm not oh, head off. But I appreciate you, man. I had fun. Hey, hey, Nick. Uh, thanks for hopping on. You know, uh, I sit there and I'll post these out there on uh, on right. Twitter. We get people to sit there and vote who had the best overall lineup. Uh, so, are I'm we going to actually make out like a batting order or no? Or just kind of list our lineup. We'll just list our lineups. Okay. And uh, I'm I'm hoping that there's a lot more older people out there that can, you know, respect my lineup. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, you guys got the old. You guys got like Tris Speaker and fucking Cy Young up in your shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody uh, took uh, Harry Hooper. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking of him. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> Jackie Jensen. There's a lot of good, you know, old school players. You know. Like but. I said, that guy Wally Chang, check him out. He he threw out like he was throwing out like fifty percent of the base runners, which back then yeah. was probably pretty good. Man, another person I was if someone would pick Lester, I probably would have ended up taking uh, Wakefield for for a starter. Just I, I love Wakefield's career. That knuckleball was nasty. Right. So yeah, man, Nick, it was good. Uh, it was good. It was a fun time, man. It's good. Uh, All right, man. Good. I appreciate you Meeting guys. Meeting up with you, man. Hey, Thank, yeah. Thanks a lot, Nick. Uh, do, do you want right. to give, give a quick shout out where they can, uh, where people can look you up and uh, find all your stuff? Uh, yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter, N Diamond Media. 
just like end the shape diamond media so okay man thanks a lot nick for coming on All right, i appreciate it thank you man I'll talk to you soon. Nick. peace Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Well, go, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. I, I just I have the game over here off to my left. Yeah, no, like, me too. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, we're up 7-2, looking good. Uh, yeah. Hulk, Hulk looked great. Yeah, he, he looked a little shaky at times, but overall he looked good. Man, I loved I loved how Sale looked. It, too bad that it was overshadowed by Justin Turner taking that ball. But I know. Sale looked sale looked amazing and uh i was looking at on twitter and stuff i guess he got uh just turner got 16 stitches he didn't have to shave the beard which is amazing uh but i, I guess it hit him uh, right around the cheekbone yeah yeah it looked like it i think it it might have even so like it, it caught a little bit of the 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 like the ear flap sort of that 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 spot right there yeah and he had shades on too um I don't know, you know, but just it, it just kind of like ricocheted. It was so close to that little corner right there. And it just kind of um, even if it did hit the helmet first, then it immediately hit like basically I'm thinking like right under the eye because he was at a really, you know, he's bleeding out of his nose. So it was like a sinus it was kind of like, you know, right there um, underneath his eye, really. Right yeah. Cheekbone. Just yeah, so spot. it was scary, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I was watching it live. I was watching it live, and it was just like, holy shit, you know. I mean, it was just like, wow, like that sucks. Um, and I know everybody else that was watching, everybody was just like, holy crap. And then it was on the news, and every like they were talking about it everywhere, you know, like it was like national, it's like a national story because it was it was pretty brutal. Yeah, uh, I was at work, so I was listening to it uh with my headphones on and stuff. And I was just like, "Wow, that's that's crazy." Uh, but but overall, Sale Sale looked amazing. He had all three pitches working. He was in the mid nineties, so hopefully he can he can keep that up. Uh, I did hear that they're 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 rumored uh, Kluber might be battling for his opening day start. So you mean what are, you mean opening day starter? Yeah, opening day starter. Okay. So, um, so that's well, surprising. Yeah. So, so what are your thoughts on, you know, sale versus Kluber? Uh, my opinion is if, if sales health and you got to give him the ball. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't see why you wouldn't start Chris sale. Um, you know, he's battled back after Tommy John surgery, a lot of weird injuries last year. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's our ACE, you know, he, he is our ACE and without Chris sale, being healthy this year, we we've got very little chance at making the playoffs without Chris Sale being healthy. I'm just we just don't. And I'm I know Chris Sale. I looked at his stuff. The difference between the two guys is I'm I'm watching Corey Kluber and he had he had good stuff as well, but not he, he's a little bit more of almost like a junk ball guy now. I mean he's mm -hmm. really throwing a very low percentage of fastballs. Good changeup, but it's spring training. Don't get too high on on Corey Kluber right now. Um, I do like him. I, I tweeted about him the other day, just how I like his demeanor and his the fact that he pitches, not throws, right? So mm -hmm. he's like a pitcher. He's skilled. He's won two Cy Young Awards. He knows how to pitch. He's a solid guy. He's an innings eater. He's, he should be really reliable. He's in great shape. I like his attitude. He's a third, fourth starter. Um, Chris Sale's your ace. He's got to get the ball on opening day if, if he's healthy. And, and like you said, his stuff looks so good because his arm is really healthy. So he's got a great fastball. He had command of it. He had, he had a phenomenal, that was like the best changeup we've seen in a long time from him. Of course, that's going to play off the fastball. The fastball mm -hmm. effectiveness is going to help that changeup. Mm -hmm. And then if we know he's got the slider. We Everybody knows he's got a wipeout slider. Yeah. So when you're talking about three quality pitches right there, um, and just the importance of the guy, I just, it has to be Chris Sale in my, I, I just, it has to be Chris Sale. Yeah. I, I sit there to say the exact same thing. You know, you can't sit there and pay Sale one, what you're paying him for not right. being your ace Two, you got to give the man respect because he came, he's cut, he came back. He, you know, feel, he, he admitted that he didn't live up to the contract. He wants to live up to that this year. He says the, the city of Boston and the fans deserve that. So to sit there and like not want to give him or a possibility of not giving him that, that open and day starter role, 
That's now, like, don't get me wrong. Kluber looked good. He was he was pitching uh, east to west very well, but good mix. He was mixing it really good. You know, and a lot of movement, a lot of mixing. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. You make a great point too, just about the salary. I'm sorry, but he's he's our highest priced player now. I mean, I know Devers got the extension that hasn't quite yeah. kicked in yet. I'm just saying, the last few years, our number one salary player is Chris Sale. He's our number one player, and I, so that's a good point. Like. We, we're paying you to be our ace and our number one starter and our opening day starter. Here's the ball. Let's let's go see what you can do. Let's show you're healthy, and let's give everybody an understanding that this is a different team this year. We've got a healthy Chris Sale. He's our ace. He's our opening day starter. I'll be actually upset if he's not. Yeah. Uh, overall, the team, you know, is a complete facelift almost. But we finally got a closer now. that And Kenley Jansen – he, he looks comfortable. Like everybody was worried about because he was the slowest paced pitcher in yep. majors. It, it, when he was uh, when he was in the other day, he didn't he didn't look like that. He he looked he looked comfortable. He you know didn't have no calls against him, and he kept up the pace consistently. He looked strong. He looked really strong. Um, I loved what I saw from Kenley Jansen. Um, um, I think the bullpen is like the biggest. We talked about this, I'm sure, on the space the other night. There was a lot of people yeah. on there, so I don't know exactly what we we personally discussed, but you were there. And uh, that's something I've harped on, and everybody's – it's not like a secret. You know what I mean? It's like our bullpen sucked last year, and it's actually sucked for three years, four years. You know what I mean? We've had trouble for a while. And actually, you're, you're, you're my age – we can go back even further to, to when yeah. we, we've had a consistent and inconsistent bullpen situation. We've always sort of been missing that. Sure. When we had Papelbon, we've had different guys, but it's like, you know, you remember when we traded for Urbina, we traded mm -hmm. Jeff Bagwell for Larry Anderson. It's like, we've never been able to really solidify a good consistent bullpen outside of a couple of seasons. Obviously when we had Papelbon, well, guess what? You had a great closer. It sets everything, sets the rest of the bullpen up. We were talking about that too. Just having that hierarchy of having that closer in place and it sets up everything else for success. And I'm with you hundred percent. He looked great. No issues with the pitch clock. He had a strong fastball. He looks like he's in good shape. I like his attitude. I, I mean, we've got our closer. We should be excited about that after what we've gone through the last few years. Yeah. Uh, our bullpen, uh, to me, AC just abused the bullpen these past couple of years where they were just overused consistently over and over and over again. And maybe that's one reason why they did an overhaul in our bullpen because they knew that they've been eating those innings and they have problems now. Uh, my biggest thing is how's Brazier still on the, on the, uh, the team, but uh, that's no here nor there. Uh, but we got Chris Martin, and I can see him being a great seventh, eighth inning guy to come in to set up for Kenley Jansen. Yeah, along with Johnny Schreiber, you know, uh, Rodriguez can match up against lefties. As far as Brazier, I've been like his biggest defender, and it's it's not so much that I'm like a huge Ryan Brazier fan, or I think he's some great pitcher. But here's what I like about Ryan Brazier: one, number one, he's got balls. Okay, he's he's he he was nails for us in 2018. He was nails for us in 2021, mm -hmm. and so he's pitched in big moments. And he's got command. He knows where the ball's going, uh, for the most part. I mean, he can throw strikes. He has a very low walk rate. He throws strikes. Now, sometimes the problem is he throws it right down. Like he'll he'll leave a fastball in a in a, in a bad spot and get hit. Um, but. This guy's got a 96, 97 mile an hour fastball with pretty good command. He's got a pretty damn good slider. He's got balls. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago. I mean, they pitched him like five, what was it, five days in a row? Four or five days? I mean, the guy's got a rubber arm. You know, to me, he brings a lot more than a Matt Barnes or a Caleb Ort. I mean, it's not, I mean, to me, if it's a choice between Brazier and Ort, it's not even a choice. I mean, it's, 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 I want a guy who, has that intangible i think he has a little bit of intangibles where nothing bothers him he just comes in he's going to give you that same effort and i think he was overworked you make a great point alex cora has destroyed our bullpen many times year after year so now with brazier in the correct role being like that fourth through sixth inning sort of a guy that comes in gets you out of a jam and that's it and maybe limit his his, his appearances into the 50s instead of being in the mid 60s 
I think he's going to be fine. And guess what? He only makes two million bucks. If worst case scenario, we can replace him. I mean, it's it's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing that's going to sit there in this year with the pitch clock and everything, the pitchers are going to have to rely on the catcher a lot more because they can they can shake him off once, they can shake him off twice. That third time, they have to throw the ball because they're going to. That's why it kind of. I kind of, kind of wish we still had Vasquez there, that veteran catcher that knows how to call a game, and is comfortable with the with the pitchers. Like we have Kluber, we have Paxton, and we have Sale with those veterans. That okay, uh, I can work through this. But then you got the younger guys. You have uh, the Bayos. Uh, you got Winkowski. You got Cutter Crawford, who they're going to rely heavily on the catcher calling that game. And I don't know defensively if McGuire and Alfaro are able to do that to a Vasquez level. No, I mean, it's 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 a fair point. I mean, I think there's some concern about catcher, but here's the thing. Jason Veritek, we know how he studied, right? How, how he studied opposing hitters and trends. And he is the, he's still the, what, the game plan coordinator. I don't know exactly what they call his role, but he's like this, the guy that comes up with the plan for how they're going to attack the other team. So he's in his lane doing that. He's going to help these guys out a lot. And the thing is, honestly, I know a lot of people are disagreeing with me. I've been saying this since they acquired him. Reese McGuire is better than Christian Vasquez. Um, you know, Christian Vasquez, a lot of people forget, you know, yeah, he was good last year in a contract. He was he was horrendous the year before. I mean, he was – I mean, this guy makes more outs on the base paths than anybody in baseball. He runs around the base paths like he's Willie Mays Hayes. Is what I always say. I mean, it's ridiculous. The guy runs around he, like he's trying to steal bases all the time and, and get these big leads and try to do all this tricky. Not to mention, he can't even remember how many, how many outs there are multiple times the last few year, couple years, and which has cost us runs and games. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just a horrible base runner. And he, but he doesn't realize that. Like he doesn't. He's he's very aggressive in a bad bad way, and his defense is very sort of. It, he, he plays with a lot of flair. He's throwing the ball all over the place. He's doing this, doing that. Reese McGuire is solid. I mean, this guy's a first-round pick. He's a left-handed bat. He's got a great arm. He's really solid back there. So um, I think we're actually upgrading our catcher position this year, especially as a whole, because, I mean, Ploiecki brought you nothing. So when you look at a combination of a Reese McGuire and a Jorge Alfaro, I mean, I think there are going to be 20 to 25 home runs between the two of them, honestly. And I think you're going to be able to match up right, left. And I think, yeah, Alfaro might have some questions defensively, but I don't, you know, he kind of looks like almost like a Mike Piazza kind of body. You know, I mean, he's not, you know, he's nothing. He looks like he's in good shape to me. He's got a good arm. He wants to learn. He's working with tech. I'm just, I'm not too concerned with that, to be honest with you. And, and and I had issues with the way Vasquez called some games. He likes to call backwards a lot, where he's starting you off with, with the breaking stuff or the off-speed stuff, and then trying to finish you off with high fastballs. Again, I don't know if that's Vasquez or the Red Sox, but I don't like that approach. I want to establish the fastball. When a guy's got a good mid-90s fastball, I want to throw it early and often. I mean, there was, you know Pedro. He used to come mm -hmm. out and not throw nothing but fastballs the first couple innings. If you can't hit my fastball... I'm going to keep throwing it. And guess what's coming later on in the game? The nasty changeup, the nasty breaking ball. And now exactly. you don't know what's going to happen. You have, That's what was so good about Pedro. He'd come out with his fastball first few innings. He'd just throw his fastball. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was phenomenal. And it was a great pick by you. I was like kind of curious. I was like, I wonder if he's going to go Pedro, man, because that was going to be my number one pick. Because the thing is, you put Pedro on the mound, your chances of winning, it's kind of like having Tom Brady at quarterback. You're going to, yeah. you're most likely going to win that game. I love Pedro. I'm man, looking at uh, my roster, man. I'm loaded with offense. Yeah, I, I was I was looking at first number one overall pick, and I'm like, there, there was only two names that came to mind: Pedro, David Ortiz. I couldn't like, believe uh, Nick didn't take Ortiz too. Ah, uh, man, who who was his first overall pick? His first pick was was it? Oh, Roger Clemens was Roger. Yeah, yeah. Which the other thing is I tend to, for the most part, 
I mean, obviously there's some guys here that didn't win, but I kind of lean towards guys who won championships that I watched when, you know, that's why like, like I kind of specifically mentioned Josh Beckett 07, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I, I don't want the Josh Beckett from 09 or 2010. I want the 07 yeah. Josh Beckett, you know what I mean? But um, I mean, when, when you look at, you know, um, you know, Clemens, there was a lot of questions about his big game stuff, especially with the Red Sox, but uh, I got Louis Tiant. My pitching staff's a little weird with Bay Ruth. <laughs> I didn't know where if he was going to get taken, but I mean, 07 Beckett and I got Louis Tiant um, and, uh, you know, Rich Gedman, a catcher. But, dude, I'm I'm loaded here. I got I got such a good lineup with Manny Ramirez, Dwight Evans, Mookie Betts, Ted Williams, Nomar, Devers, David Ortiz. On, yeah, he's playing first, which is an issue. I mean, that's that's one thing. I didn't plan on that. I did, I couldn't believe how long Manny Ramirez was on the board. I had to take him. Yeah, I, I, I I'm sitting there and just looking at my lineup, and I, I'm kind of hoping when we, what, what, like I said before, when we put the uh, the votes out there, I'm kind of hoping. Uh, yeah, a, give a me your older. give me your rundown. Give me your team real quick, I because I, I was paying uh, attention to my own here. I, I, I got Pedro, Cy Young, and John Lester. Okay, you got one great hell of a, one oh, hell yeah. of rotation. But but even with that even with that pitching, I, I'd be afraid to go against your hitters. So, <laughs> who's I, your lineup? You got uh, Veritech, uh, right? I, I got Veritech. Oh, I, I got Mo Vaughn. Oh yeah. No, uh, Bobby Dar. Okay. Uh, P- Pesky at shortstop. Boggs at third. Jim Rice at left field. Uh, Mike Greenwell at uh, at right field. Uh, Dom DiMaggio at center field. And my DH is Uke. It's a good line. It's a, it's a great team. There's it's for sure. I, I mean, I, I got Ted Williams and David Ortiz with a third and fourth pick. I mean, it's tough. If there was four or five people, that would have never happened. Oh, no. No, no and, way and, that would have happened. And, and I reached out to a bunch of people. And we're going to end up doing this again with uh, four or five people. Yep. And and I'll actually step back. I'll, I'll just host everything and let everybody else go. Because I, I already did it. Yep. You know, because cause a lot of people are like, oh, it's a good idea. You know, shout out to Section 10. Uh, that's who I stole it from. So, but uh, man, it, it, it's fun. It, and, and Nick's got a good team too. Yeah, yeah. Who's he's he got? got? He's, he's got Clemens. He's got the bloody sock, Kurt Schilling. Dennis Eckersley, which, man, I was going to save him for my closer. Well, yeah, he was a starter for the Red Sox, though. You know what I mean? He never closed for the Red Sox. He closed for the A's. And then, um, you know, that's what I was thinking with that. Yeah. Hey, I was surprised but, Koji didn't get taken because Koji in 2013, I mean, he was literally unhittable. So I was oh, trying to decide. I was like, okay, Papelbon, Folk, and Koji were my three closers yeah. I was looking at. Um, and but but uh, he went with off the board of that, right? Who did he take again? A closer, K- Kimbrel. Kimbrel, that's right. He was my like my fourth or fifth closer. So he, yeah. so he, I would have taken Koji personally because he was so unhittable. Yeah, uh, I took Folk, Folk just because that that you moment. How do you not? How do you not, dude? Keith Folk in two thousand four was was one of the key reasons why we won the World Series. The guy was phenomenal that year. We we were so so desperate for a closer after the previous couple of years, or you know, or at least the previous year when in 03, we should have won the World Series, but our bullpen, the whole you know Grady Little situation. You know, we needed that closer, and and so I'm with you. I would have definitely taken Keith Folk. Like I said, I yeah. probably you know Papelbon and then Folk and Koji were my two three. I didn't know what order, but I, I dude Papelbon in like 06 to like 09 or whatever. I mean, he was just so lights out. Um, so what was the rest of his? Uh, what was his lineup? Uh, uh, he has Fisk, yep, Fox, Pedroia, Xander, Adrian Beltre, Yaz, Fred Lynn. Tris Speaker and JD Martinez. Yeah, yeah, he has a good he has a good lineup. He has a good lineup for sure. Um, yeah, you, you, you could you can actually tell he's the youngest one out of all of us. <laughs> yeah, but he's got the Tris Speaker. Who's my? I, uh, the, see, I only have the only old school guy. I mean, I got Babe Ruth, but everybody knows who Babe Ruth is. And then I got you know Louis Tiant, and I got you know I mean I guess Dwight Evans and Ted Williams. What? I don't know. Um, yeah. I like it. I don't even know. Hope, so I'd probably have like Mookie Betts leading off. And then I pr- I probably go Ted Williams two. Oh, and, man. Then, and then I'd go Manny three and Poppy four. 
just give you that one, two, three, four of Mookie Betts, Ted Williams, Manny Ramirez, and David Ortiz, and see and, how you and, like to deal with that. And, and and that's not even counting. You've got Devers and Nomar. And Dwight Evans. Yeah. Man. Yeah. No, my lineup I, is ridiculous. I, I, I'm glad I got those pitchers going against yeah. that lineup. Well, I think that set the tone, too, because as soon as you took Pedro, it was kind of like, okay, these guys are going – you guys went pitching. I really waited on my pitching, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I was happy to get Papelbon because you had mentioned closer, too, like about that. I just felt like Papelbon is the best. But, um, yeah, no, man, it's it's it was great hooking up with you, man, and uh, I enjoyed your, your podcast. I'm going to listen to your podcast. And so this is a podcast episode, basically? Uh, th- this will be a bonus episode we're going okay. to throw out. We're gonna, I'm going to throw out there. Uh, so it's going to sit there and probably drop tomorrow. So I'll make sure I tag you in it and, and you know, we'll sit there and, and, uh, just have fun. And then you're going to put the, the lineups out and people are going to vote and we'll see what happens. Yep. Yeah. We'll sit there and, and see who, uh, who the fans liked. And uh, I'm hoping, uh, a lot of, uh, 60, 70 year olds, uh, know how to operate Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll be, I'll be sharing it out. I got, I got a, quite a few of the old crowd, uh, with me. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you got me at David Ortiz playing first. I was trying yeah. to decide who's a better left fielder, Ted Williams or Manny Ramirez. It's tough. I mean, cause Ted yeah. Williams was not known for his defense, but at times Manny was, Man- uh, Manny's being Manny, Manny being Manny, you know, cutting off Johnny Damon there and <laughs> Johnny Damon, you could make a good team just out of players that are undrafted. Yeah. Like, like Johnny Damon was one. Oh man. Could you, ah. Oh. Why did I not remember him? Johnny oh, right Damon. now. No. Oh, who? My, my, I could have got a great leadoff hitter, Jacoby Ellsbury. Yep. 70, 70 steals. Yep. Oh, well, I'll just go over real quick some of the guys who I had on my list that didn't get drafted. It's not going to be many. because. Uh, so, first of all, I was trying to decide on my last pitcher. I went with Louis Tiant over Smokey Joe Wood. The guy Ooh. won like 35 games. I mean, he's old school, but still, he was supposed to be nasty. Um, Joe Cronin, great shortstop. Uh, Trot Nixon, Johnny Damon, Harry Hooper, Johnny uh, Jackie Jensen, Rico Petroselli, um, Koji Uehara, Reggie Smith, actually a pretty damn good player there in the 70s. Frank Malzone, good third baseman. Tony Canigliero, um, and Wally Shang. And then you had mentioned Ellsbury as well. And there's a lot, there's a ton of guys like that are recent that you could put on there. Like you said, Mike Napoli or, you know, again, in a, a deeper draft of five, five people. I mean, Jesus, it's going to be a lot more difficult. You're not going to have a lineup like this or, you know what I mean? No. Like, you know, people are going to be, but, I, but, but, I, but I, I think everybody, I, I wonder if, if the consensus would be Pedro Martinez, number one, because he's just that good. And he's just that much of a standout. Like to just want him on your team, you know what I mean? Above anybody else. Yeah. Uh well, it, to me, it was okay. Do you want to start off with hitters or do you want to start off with pitchers? Because there's only there's only one of each, you know. Right. And and, and if you go if you got a five, a five per uh, person draft, if that number one pick you gotta have because it's not coming back for quite some time. Right. Ten. You know, right? Yeah. So you have ten, one one and ten, right? Or one and nine, or, or no, yeah. one and ten. Um, yeah, there wasn't too many. Like, I just thought of Jacoby Ellsbury. I had Everett, Everett Scott. Uh, was, he played shortstop for him. Uh, yes. And Larry, and Larry Gardner over at third base what was a couple that I sit there and, and, and had over here besides, besides Wakefield. Like, yep. I, I, but I'm like, I got to get Lester. You know? Yeah, no, I had Lester on there too. I had, I had, like, to me, it was, it was Pedro, it was, it was Clemens too, and then I actually had uh, Schilling three, just because, or I had Cy Young as well, in, in there as well. But like, mm-hmm. you know, Cy, it's, it's hard with some of the guys that played a hundred years ago. You know what I mean? Because it's so far back, and people say, well, how hard were they throwing? It was the dead ball era, but um. You know, I was watching some thing. I argue with some people in the past about like how hard guys used to throw because I think Walter Johnson and some of those guys were throwing close to a hundred. You know what I mean? Bob Feller, he was throwing like over a hundred. Um, so it's interesting when you think about the history of baseball. And then people say, you know, it's kind of before integration, different things. But no, I mean, I love baseball, man. I can I can do this. I can do this. I can do full major league. Like right, we could do like a 
a large draft and just, you know, any, anybody's in play in major league baseball history and put something together. I can, you know what I mean? Like in other words, I love baseball, not just the mm-hmm. Red Sox. I love baseball for sure, but definitely Red Sox. And um, this was a lot of fun for sure. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm actually, so tomorrow, and just because you were saying plugs, I don't know if what you're, you know, but uh, so I'm going to be doing, I think, because this worked out pretty well. And do you think I sound pretty good? Yeah, yeah, I, I think you sound fine. Okay. Uh, I mean, like, you know, pretty, would you say, like, good? Like, yeah. I sound good. Okay, just the only reason I ask is just because I, I, I don't know how I sound. I mean, um, but I'm, I'm going to have uh, Tony Maserati you know, from Felger and Maz on tomorrow. I wasn't sure how I'm going to do it on spaces or a podcast or whatever. So I think I'm going to try to do like a podcast, maybe use this. Now, let me ask you a question. So when this is done recording, this mm-hmm. is like the recording of the podcast. Is that now a file that you save on your computer? Yeah. Uh, go a little behind the scenes here. Uh, once we're done here and I end the recording, it will go into, uh, I can download. I can download the audio file or the video file and that's it. Like, and then I can have my guy tweak it a little bit. Uh, to balance right, so you can it. edit it. Yeah. Once and you then, have that. Now, how do then, you, what do you use an editing software, a particular one? Uh, he does all that for me. Okay. I got you. So he goes and does all my graphics, all the editing. Uh, that's, that's uh, I throw them out there on Twitter. Is that your buddy, name. the co-host? No, no, this is our third guy, uh, our okay. producer. Okay. And he, let's sit there and see. I'll throw his name out there. It's at Chase Fulmer uh, on Twitter. It's at Chase Fulmer. He does all my video editing. He does all of my uh, graphics. He He does everything for me. So. Can you hear, I have the game on like low. Can you hear that? I can hear it very faintly. Okay, because I probably so, it's probably better not to have any background noise. So, um, but uh, no, cool. I, 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 I said I said there and thank you for coming on. Yeah, uh, man. Anytime uh, you want to sit there and talk baseball, we can sit there and get you on. Uh, D, DC will hopefully be on next time when he's not on doing daddy duty. He, he just uh, he just had a child last uh, in January. So nice. Yeah, yeah, so he's just, oh, we're, yeah, you guys uh, sounded good. You guys sounded good. I mean, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I was like, you know, I thought I really liked the podcast and I thought he sounded good and you sounded good. And um, for sure, I uh, I think we're, I think I follow him on, as well on Twitter. Um, so no, I'm, I'm, I'm always down like anytime. I, I, you're cool as hell. So I'm always down for this. I do spaces every once in a while. To me, the space is a great place to network. Right. So yes. like you get into a space with a bunch of people, you just follow people, you get on as a speaker, people follow you, you get to meet people. So you're not just following somebody, you're following somebody you kind of have a little bit of a relationship and interaction establishment with. So it's like there's a little something there and you're like, yeah, you're the guy who I was talking to the other night. So now, oh, yep, now I'm seeing your tweet. So to me, it's a great place to network and really just get more of a community thing. And so I'm going to be doing that at least once a week. You're always welcome. Everybody's welcome. Because yeah. it's, it's a good time. And 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 I, I listened to some of it back and I probably talk too much and I try not to. But um, I, I literally I have a take for everything. Like I literally I could sit here for 10 hours straight and talk Red Sox. I would never have a pause. Like I am just literally filled with Red Sox takes and thoughts. I don't care. Sometimes I did. Sometimes I say something a little bit off the wall and people say, whoa, what? you know, it's like, listen. Let's throw ideas out there. Let's like I was saying, you know, various things. It's like I'm not mm-hmm. afraid to, to challenge people's thoughts and think outside the box and throw stuff out there a little bit unconventional. And uh, I don't do that to like, you know, be controversial. I do that because I'm always thinking analytically about, you know, the, the team and just I'm just I'm just a real psychopath when it comes to the Red Sox, to be right. honest with you. I love yeah. I love the Red Sox and the Bruins, but really love talking baseball because it's so deep. The minor leagues and just the history of just there's so much meat on that bone. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Uh, what was your first name again? Uh, Josh. Josh. Okay. All right. Okay. I I because sometimes if 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 just you know if if your name on if your Twitter handle like you know what I mean like I I just I have to kind of in, ingrain that into my into my brain. I'm not so. the greatest with names, but. But uh, no, uh, you want to sit there and tell everybody where they can follow you and, and what's coming up with you? 
Yeah, no. So it's it's uh, it's Ant A N T like Ant on the Cape. Um, I'm like you know Anthony on the Cape. People probably you know you know know familiar with me on Twitter. Um, but um, I got the uh, socks spaces, uh, you know socksspaces.com website that is is I'm working on. Um, I'm starting a Substack because I have uh, some articles I'm writing that that I'm I'm looking to drop. So I'm going to drop them on Substack. I'm going to drop them on my website. And again, I'm going to have a podcast. Um, that I'm starting up just more of like a, a, not a thing like you're doing necessarily like all as much as often, but it might be mm-hmm. like once a month, just if I have a special guest, like a Tony Maserati or a Lou Merloni, um, Lou Merloni has been on my spaces before. He's a really cool guy. And, um, so it's going to be one of, you know, maybe like once a month type thing. Maybe have a podcast if I have a special guest or if I really have something to say. Um, but, uh, but all that's going to be basically on Twitter. So it's, you know, you can go to, you know, sockspaces.com or just Ann on the Cape. I appreciate yeah. it. So, hey, guys, I want to sit there and thank you for uh, taking time and listening to our bonus episode, the all-time Red Sox fantasy baseball draft. So I'm the Rit. He's Anthony on the Cape. And uh, we'll talk to you next time on the Pesky Podcast. Thanks. <laughs>